Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast. My name is Harry. Usually you'll find me in my forest top, but I'm wearing this very nice forest green away kit from this season. Um, today we're going to be looking at the state of the championship, but before we get into it, just make sure that you're subscribed to the channel, like the video, but also check out our website, finalwhistlepodcast.co.uk, to check out articles all about the EFL, the Premier League, and much more. But anyway, let's jump straight into it. <laughs> So we're going to be looking at how the table lies after about 30 games so far each team has played and we've only got 16 left of the season so it's really hotting up and we're going to start looking at the bottom. So the table here, we've got Hull City sitting in 19th place. Hull have just got some new ownership and can be really good on their day. Um, They're currently in the hunt for a new manager, I think, and they've got uh, some really good players in there such as uh, Keen Lewis Potter. He's a really good attacker who can pretty much put it past any team in the championship. He's a deadly striker. Wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe either take a step up to a higher team next season or even to the Premier League. Um, the thing you see with Hull, though, is they sometimes really struggle. They Even though they have flashes of brilliance, they sometimes struggle overall for the whole 90 minutes of the game. So that's really something they need to work on. And the Hull fans will be probably quite optimistic. The new ownership seem really into it. I think they're Turkish, so we'll have to see how that goes along. They currently are 19th on 32 points. Just below them in 20th, we've got Cardiff. Now, this is really quite a surprising place to see Cardiff in the table. They can pretty much beat anyone on their day, um, but their main problem is consistency. They are, can be really good. They saw they did really well against Forest the other week um, when they beat us. And they put up a really good fight against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Um, so they know there's quality there. But it's up to manager Steve Morrison to get it out of them every single week. And he's got a big job to do. They've just lost main striker Kiefer Moore. So he's gone to Bournemouth in January window. And he was a real goals outlet. But I'm sure Steve Morrison and the club have got plans in the summer. I think this thing this season will be staying up. But there is quite a big gap now between them and 21st place Reading. Reading last season were going for promotion under Panovic, Elise banging it in, but Elise obviously left in the summer. They're now on 22 points, bearing in mind Cardiff on 32, 22, that is very poor. They've lost all of their last five games and sit only above the relegation zone by two points. And below them, Peterborough, they've got a game in hand, so Reading really do need to be panicking. They can seriously end up going down this season. Um, so they need to, to, to pull some performances out. They've got the players in there. John Swift, for sure, is, is brilliant. They've got Tom Ince on loan in January. So it'll be really interesting to see how they do. But they need to put in some real good performances and wins because it's not looking good for at the moment. They lost to Bristol on Wednesday night. Here's what manager Velko Panovic said after the game. I think overall we had a good performance today. I think um, very disappointed uh, with the um, result but there were a lot of positives I think the team is uh, today played and put up um, one of the best uh, collective and team performances and uh, that's definitely something that um, we were looking for in the last um, uh, or past months um, now we have to fix uh, more um, urgent mistakes we commit when we concede goals and uh, that was the difference today. And below them is Peterborough. As I mentioned, they've got the game in hand uh, against Reading, so they can maybe put Reading into the relegation zone if they win the game. But it's not very likely with Peterborough. They have not won in their last five. They've drawn one and lost four. 
But the one thing you can say about Peterborough, I went to the Peterborough Forest game at the City Ground. Peterborough can put up a really good fight, but their defence just can be really shaky. And once you put a few goals past them, they really struggle to score themselves. They've just lost Sariki Dembele. He's gone to Bournemouth as well, while well, Bournemouth bought the whole league. Um, he was really their star player. So that's going to really hurt them uh, offensively. And it'll be really difficult to see where their goals are going to come from. Obviously, they've got other players in the squad that are good, but he was really their main outlet. And when he was, when I went to go and watch him at Forest, um, he was the main attacking threat. That when he got on the ball, you got really scared. Um, but Peterborough, yeah, they can get out of the relegation zone. But being in 22nd is probably much better than everyone expects them to be, um, whether that's partly down to Derby County getting their d- deduction. But they can get out of this if they put in the hard work, which I'm sure Darren Ferguson will be pushing them to do. As I mentioned there, Derby County, they're in 23rd. They got a lot of fight in them, this Derby team. As a Forest fan, that's not something I will say lightly, um, but this Derby side are really going to be fighting to get out of this. They are. They were obviously had their 21-point deduction in total, but they're now four points um, of safety, so they can get out of this, but the future might be a bit doomed for them. It's looking highly likely that liquidation is possible. Um, which means the club will cease to exist if they don't have sort out funds and it's all to do with the Middlesbrough debts. Not looking good for them, really, if I'm honest. But this could be, if they survive it and do carry on, Rooney can really pull this out of the, of the players there and, and maybe potentially get them to survive. They beat Hole 3-1 in their last game. Here's what Rooney had to say about the result. Really happy. I thought the performance was... It was very good. I actually didn't feel we started that well, first five, ten minutes maybe. Um, but then after that, we grew into it. We we felt we could pose some problem down the sides. We asked Festy to stay out wide and, and try and isolate them and get a 1v1. Um, we've done that brilliantly. Um, and then maybe with a bit more care with the final cross, final pass, we, we scored a few more goals. And um, But no, I thought um, it was a very good performance. Now, sitting rock bottom of the league is Barnsley. They look a shadow of the former selves last season in the playoffs, looking so well under Ismail. But this season, they've just looked, I don't know whether it was exhaustion from all the effort they put in last year, but they just don't look up to it. They are below Derby, who had the point deduction themselves, and they're on 14 points. They've lost all of their last five games. They really do look destined for the drop, which is something that the hierarchy at Barnsley will not be happy about. But I think it is their time to go down. They've they've put up some good fights in recent years, but it is really not looking good when you're below a team that's had points deductions. Um, if we look at the top half of the table, so we're going from 10th to first place now. In 10th place, Sheffield United. They have been putting in some top, top performances. Um, they've reinvented their form after a really poor start. Billy Sharp. He is on fire. He obviously he's at the the end of his career, more like or the Latter stages, not necessarily saying anything about his age there, but he is still firing them in. He's in great form. They beat West Bromwich Albion on Wednesday on Steve Bruce's debut game as manager. And there are now only one point away. This is how close the championship is this season. Tenth place is one point off sixth place. They can really push for playoffs again. Will they be able to do it? We'll have to wait and see. But they have not lost in their last five, so it's looking good for them. I mentioned just there, West Bromwich Albion. They had a really good start to the year under Ismail, but it's collapsed. Ismail being sacked, the performances weren't good enough at all. Um, Andy Carroll's just signed for them in January, um, and Steve Bruce is a new man to take over at the Hawthorns. Um, 
he's got a tough job because the West Brom fans will be demanding. Again, they're only one point off playoffs, so it is possible. But the competition is so hot this year, anything could happen. Here's what Bruce had to say about taking the job. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm delighted to be here, that's for sure. Um, and when I received the call, it was um, one of those where, well, I fancy a crack at that. And, um, you know, the club's been steeped in history and tradition and great support, and it's a Premier League club. So the attraction was was obvious to me, and I'm here to get us back in the Premier League if I can. Luton are sat in eighth, which is a really good position. Not many people have expected them to be up here. Last season, they were languishing down mid-bottom of the table. But um, they've been really good. You know, they've got very good players in their squad um, who will fight. They'll really fight for the win. Um, or even just to get a draw, we saw uh, Henry Lansbury celebrating getting a throwing. There's a real passion amongst the squad there. Um, Nathan Jones, he loves the club. He's back there again. I think he he left and went somewhere else, but's come back because he, you know, there's a connection there. And we saw them win the other night, and he went really, really celebrated hard with the fans. Um, they're very compact and hard to score against. I think it's the best way you can describe a loot. And they've got some really deadly attackers, so they are only one point off playoffs. Again, it's it is really really tight, but just above them. We have Middlesbrough. Chris Wilder has taken over there and is doing a fantastic job. They've got Isaiah Jones, the youngster, a right back. He has been in top form. Forrest have got Jed Spence on loan, but luckily Middlesbrough have got Isaiah Jones, so they don't need to recall Spence. He has been a brilliant player for them this season. They're in great form after beating Man United in the last round of the FA Cup. Slightly luckily with a handball in there, but they just carried on going. That's up to the officials to sort that out. Um Barra, they are off the playoffs in goal difference. They have got a game in hand above Nottingham Forest, you see above them. But Borough have been a really good side under Wilder. Forest, my team, the standout story of the season, arguably Steve Cooper is a magic man. He's took uh, Forest from bottom with the worst start in, I think it's 150 years or so. Um, rock bottom of the league. And now we're sixth in the playoffs. Um, they've been on fire with the new signings. The signings from the summer has been brilliant under the new CEO of Dave Murphy. They've been brilliant. Steve Cooper's been getting the best out of them. Jed Spence has been electric. Bren- Brennan Johnson's been superb. Um, we've seen Keenan Davis coming in January. He's been brilliant. Steve Cook's coming in January. He's been brilliant. There's some really, really magical things happening at Forest. And this could be the year. I'm not getting ahead of myself, but this has been amazing to watch. I'm really enjoying the football. Here's what Cooper had to say about the 2-0 victory over promotion rivals Blackburn on Wednesday night. Brilliant win. Brilliant performance. Very good for it, I thought. We knew it was... We knew we had to do everything well tonight. We knew we had to show quality to create chances. We knew that we had to fight. You know, they're a very direct team. They put balls in the box. They've got, you know, one of the top goal scorers in the league. Good quality with delivery and you have to deal with that whether you like it or not. And I thought we did. I thought the game... Both teams were at it really first half and it was great that Keenan did what he did and, and, and Jimmy with his composure for, for the first goal. And uh, I thought we game managed okay. Some bits were really good, other bits I thought we could have been a little bit more mature with. But um, but in the end, second half, I think we, we could have, we could and should have run away with it really. I think if we showed the quality in decision making and technique that we did for the goal in the first half, then you know we, we could have scored three or four really. But... Um, I threw it on the boys yesterday. Forrest hasn't beaten a team in the top three for two years. And um, we, we've got to start getting, getting over them hurdles. And, um, and, and we did today. So I'm really pleased with the boys. 
another really hardworking team that find themselves sat fifth in the playoffs are Huddersfield. Huddersfield have been really good this season. They're a bit of a surprise team, but they deserve their current fifth place. Uh, Carlos Corbran is the manager there, and he's been doing brilliant things. Once again, they've got players in there that it's been a bit of a long-term build. Some of the players have been there for a long time. They've got a few new in there, um, but they, they just grind out results and they may not play the most stunning football at times, but they are really good. Fraser Campbell up top's brilliant. Um, they've got a really good squad there and they will be looking to cement their playoff spot. They're only there three points above Forest in sixth, but they've played a few more games than everyone else. So it's going to really be tight for them. Um, Saba then in is QPR are in fourth. And this has been a real long-term project. They've done really well under Warburton and they're pushing for automatics are only three points off second place. Uh, Warburton's drilled really well, well drilled this squad. I know the fans are really happy. I know a few QPR fans who are delighted with the situation the club are in at the moment, looking for promotion back to the Premier League. Here's what Mark Warburton had to say about their 2-2 draw with also promotion rivals Middlesbrough. Uh, how did you assess the performance from me uh, tonight? Right a lot, I think, it's fair to say. I think we rode a lot, especially the first 20 minutes. Came away a couple of good chances. Chris would have been disappointed, I'm sure, not to set lead early on. Did the goal, then we get to run a play, but then we start to get our foot in the game. Um, we see that a poor time. Before our time, we've got to be fair and neutral to say that they deserved it. Likewise, second half, I think we just rode a lot a little bit. We were way better our best, didn't take care of the football, lost too many duels and challenges. But... The overriding message is if we could be below our best against a very good opponent um, and you to the point, that could be a vitally important point. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the overriding thought for me. Now, a team that have been probably, personally, the surprise addition to the promotion hunt uh, for me, Blackburn Rovers. We did an article on them on the website, finalwhistlepodcast.co.uk. Go check it out. Link will be below, below this if you're watching it on YouTube. Um But they've been brilliant. I think the rise of Ben Brereton Diaz, a striker, he's obviously gone on to Chile international duty and has become a mega a mega goal scoring machine the last few years they had him there he's been a bit tame but he's been on it this season his second top scorer in the league behind Mitrovic um he's already hit 20 goals so that's kind of that's kind of an impressive feat to get so far with 16 games left to go but they have been brilliant Tony Mowbray hats off to him he's done a brilliant job there um they weren't very good last uh, on Wednesday night against Forest but they will definitely want to come back from this and keep their promotion hunt going. In second place then are Bournemouth. They've had some recent dents in their form, but they've got a real good squad worth of Premier League quality. They still need to work for that automatic promotion spot, but they've been playing really well under Parker. They just need to keep their heads. Solanke is a great goal scorer, but they need to not get ahead of themselves, I think is the key thing here. Bournemouth kind of got ahead of themselves earlier in the season and weren't ready for this recent dent in form, but Really good sign under Scott Parker. And then top of the league, flying away with it, are Fulham. They're on 61 points and second place Bournemouth are on 55. Um, so the parachute payments have kind of bought the league for them this year. They've kept their good squad from last year and they've spent even more and brought more players in. No one wants to pay them really. Um, I think it's made a bit the league a bit boring. I've already written about parachute payments on the website. Um, it's, it's just not been fun. They've been battering teams and... It's strange one with them because they're too good for the championship, but they're not that good for the Premier League. So we're going to have to see how they do next year with Marcus Silver in charge. But it's looking likely that they'll win the league, but anything can happen in the championship. If we then look at the top, the gap between the top and the bottom, this middle section, which is kind of the no man's land. No one wants to be there, but 
the teams can be anyone on either side, the top or the bottom around here. It's the middle of the park fight, perhaps you could say. If we look at the uh, 11th place, Stoke on the rise under Martin O'Neill, they're not, they're not doing too badly, but they're not consistent enough at the moment. They're still a good team who can be hard to face. Uh, I think it's Ian Wright's grandson's in the, in the team there. He's been doing really well recently, burst onto the scene. Um, but they've got a few games in hand and they could potentially push up into that top half that we talked about earlier, but a really good team. Preston are 12th. Preston had a very poor start to the season um, and have now got a new burst of form under new manager Ryan Lowe. He came from Plymouth and he's he's done really well. They haven't lost in the last five games. Then in 13th and 14th, we have Coventry and Blackpool both fighting for their spot and doing so well in the championship this year. This is just what the owners and fans would have wanted. Um, Coventry, they've they've been an interesting team. Um, obviously, they had Tyler Walker come with them last year um, from Forest, and was that last year? Maybe it was two seasons ago. I'm not entirely sure. But he hasn't really found his feet as much. But they've they've got good players, and then they've got really good players. I think O'Hare, the midfield, is really really good. Um, but they're going to have to keep the fight up to to, to secure the mid table mid table spot. Um, then in 15th we have Millwall, the, the kings of inconsistency. I think it's fair to say they've lost three of the last five, but they have the desire. They are extremely hard to face home or away, but especially at the Den, the, the atmosphere can be really difficult. Um, but I think you can see the gap between the top 10 teams and Millwall. There's a gap between them, but they're too good. I think they're not necessarily too good, but they're better than the teams that are, are, are lavishing below them. They're going to probably miss Jed Wallace in the summer. It's looking likely that he'll go. Obviously, Forrest are interested in, I think Galatasaray are interested in January as well. They're going to have to be careful about how they go about next season. They have to make sure that they've planned well for it. Bristol City um, in 16th place. They're a really strange club. They always seem to occupy this part of the table. Sometimes they push above, sometimes below. They had a really tricky start, but found their feet a bit under under Nigel Pearson. And a bit like all the teams in this spot, they are really hard to beat. Um, Some teams... Some games they're brilliant, some games they're not. And then in 17th spot, we have Swansea, a drop in position since last season's playoff final against Brentford and obviously Steve Cooper departing. They've been a shell of their former selves. Um, They're not really in very good form. They've won only one in their last five games, having lost three times. They don't look a threat in most games. Forest, when we played them earlier in the year, beat them 4-1 on their own turf. And I think when you're losing that, badly in your own ground it's it's not been a great season for you whereas Birmingham they're in 18th this is a weird thing Birmingham are a mid-table club at the moment but they've got the potential to get back up there Troy Deeney's been there and I heard obviously on the uh, the Fozcast obviously he was talking on them earlier the season about it all and the situation of the club Lee Bowie is the manager there they've they're a team that's often well known to bottle leads they were 2-0 up against Derby the other day but Derby's fight brought them back to all and it was like the 90th minute, so they need to learn how to hold on a bit better. But new signing from Forrest, Lyle Taylor, doing well on loan. He scored quite a few. Um, this is what he had to say after his debut versus Derby a few weeks ago. It was your first run out in a Blues shirt today, your debut. How did you feel out there? You mentioned the legs feeling a little bit tired, but I know you've come here to play games. I felt fine. Uh, I mean, it's nice to be back out there playing. Um, I... I enjoyed it, obviously. Uh, it, it's, <coughs> I suppose, there's a, a little bit of backdrop to me coming here. Um, but no, look, happy, but a little bit disappointed at the same time. And 
it's always good because it gives us something to work on and, and, and that's what we have to do and that's what we will do. Well, there it is. That is a roundup of every club in the league. I hope you've enjoyed this content. Um, please support us if you're watching on YouTube. Like the video, subscribe if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other platform. Uh, make sure to follow us on there to never miss a, a new episode. And also make sure if you have some spare time, we would really appreciate it to go and check out www.finalwhistlepodcast.co.uk to check out the latest footballing news and articles. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This was The Final Whistle.